short round. Step on it. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones, hold on to your potato. Jonesing for Jones, the league versus Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I'm Matt Derson. I'm uh, Indiana John. Clay Inferno here. I'm Josh Lingle. Uh, welcome. Welcome back, Josh. This is the first time all four of us are on a podcast in a long, long time. So a long, this is a great, long great time. time. And just so um, we get Everybody's this Everybody's having way, a great is, life. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything going on at all. In the Nobody's past. got no anything to complain about. Uh, nope. Family's all good. Our health yep. is one hundred percent. We're all fine. Sure, we're here. There's we're no a dog. Life. Each one of us has a cup of coffee. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I have tea. But anyways, just so Still, just you're so the we dog this... sitting in front of the fire, regardless. <laughs> That's right. So we got this out of the way. Go back and listen to our Raiders of the Lost Ark episode. <laughs> yeah, right, right up front. Right, because you know, we John and I recorded that one during like the height of the pandemic. I got, I think, pretty Over drunk. Yeah, we do that as a watch along. We just talked about it. No, we just talked about it. But I was trying Ooh. to be like Marion and drink. We can <laughs> you can listen to it after this because apparently it's actually a prequel. Anyway, right? Well, yeah, this, this takes Jones. place. <laughs> yeah, this is in 1935. But anyway, yeah. Before we get into the plot. We got to talk about Short Round and all the success that he – this is very timely that we just decided to do this before he won an Oscar for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So That's right. Congratulations. I mean, he won it for one movie. He didn't win it for everything. <laughs> everything, Everywhere. He didn't win it for this. <laughs> no, he didn't win it for this. But he could have won it for Goonies. I don't – you know, he could have. He was shunned. I would um, say that I only had seen Goonies like within the last ten years for the first time ever. Yeah, me too. That's the first time I watched it all the way through. And I know John I hates it. I don't yeah. like that movie. That's yeah. why it took me so long to get there because I'd seen parts and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to like this. But it was a double header. Uh, a... It was okay. Was <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't that jazzed on it. Uh, also, <laughs> yeah, like because uh, I didn't grow up loving it. You know what I mean? So I'd see it when you're right. old, and it's like you can't okay, see it in the adult. Thing. Yeah. So here's a funny story, though. Indiana Jones movies, too. But here's a funny story uh, that I heard about Goonies um, from my wife, who is my wife. Uh, uh, Apparently, the guy who played, um, what's the kid? Chunk? Sorry, now I'm forgetting. Chunk. He became an entertainment lawyer. Yep. And he, like, wrote up the contract for. K Hui Kwan. Oh, nice. To yeah. like work in like everything everywhere all at once. So like they were working together again. So weird. But nice. Anyway, He's, uh, yeah. Nineteen seventy four. That guy's like our age. That guy. Oh, yeah. How about that. But um, short round. 
interesting life this guy's had. So he he didn't even audition for this movie originally. He just went along with his brother, who was auditioning for Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And he was kind of giving his brother some like instructions and like a little pep talk from the side. And Steven Spielberg was like, why don't you try reading some lines? And that's it. He got the he got the role. Man, and, wouldn't you be so pissed if you were <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like him and his brother still talk, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. Good question. <laughs> then he did Goonies, which was also, you know, produced by Spielberg. And then he, like, nothing. Well, yeah, he was in Encino, man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> then nothing. He, he had a couple behind. He was apparently a stunt coordinator on the first X-Men movie. Because he's a big Jackie yeah, Chan fan. So, like, he... I don't know, worked in that stuff. He did a lot of behind the scenes. He did a few things. And he saw crazy rich Asian, Asians. And he decided, well, maybe I'll try this again. And then, of course, I didn't. Like, I'm crazy and I'm Asian. I'm not <laughs> Yeah, rich right. Is there a way I can I get, get I gotta get rich. <laughs> but when he auditioned for Everything Everywhere All at Once, like, he he did the thing. And then two months went by. And he didn't get a call. And he's like, oh, forget it. And then he... His wife said, "No, you you want it more." And anyway, he got it, and now he's he's got a best supporting act uh, actor Oscar on his mantle. And Harrison Ford doesn't Globe have too, right? What? He got a Golden Globe too, or is that? I ooh, I don't know. Yeah, Harrison Ford doesn't have that. So yeah, Harrison Ford doesn't have that. I mean, he got to, doesn't he got, have. That. He got to hold short rounds, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they before this, like years ago. They were at some the same Hollywood event or something, and and someone said, "Oh, Harrison Ford's over there. You should go talk to him." And Kay Huey Kwan is like, "No, I don't. I don't think he'll remember me." And they said, "Ah, oh, go talk to him." So he went up to him and he said, "Mr. Ford, I just want to say hello." And he apparently Harrison Ford gave him this kind of like look, you know, the Harrison Ford crusty old man. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "You're short round." And they were like, "Yeah," like there was there was much, yeah, there was much rejoicing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say that. And the villagers. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the story of Short Round. But, Mr. Um, round. Mr. Round. So I guess I should say I labored under the misapprehension of many years that this was the first PG-13 movie. And I am wrong. It is not. I think like Red Dawn was the first PG-13 movie. But this uh, is the one that's... Yeah, that got everyone... This and Gremlins, I think? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Steven Spielberg kind of had to... Because they kept wanting to give him R ratings. And he's like, why don't we make something else? Because this isn't an, an R movie. <laughs> I was a little surprised at the, the shit bombs. I was like, oh, he just said shit a couple of times. I was actually pretty taken aback. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know... I think you could say shit in PG movies back then because there was no other. Only two of them. <laughs> you can only give two shits. That's where the saying comes from. Oh, <laughs> really? That's... Oh, here we go. I love that. <laughs> the old well, league is back at it. Yeah. <laughs> I love the league. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So this, it, but it was like, I guess people thought this was a violent movie and uh, this, the, uh, the heart. You know, sacrifice and everything, and oh, the critics, everybody was all upset that this movie was so dark and oh, but I don't know. 
<laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but that's cool. Now we have PG-13. Today's standards, not so much. Yeah, right. Yeah, today not... it's like, you know, this would be on at like 4 p.m. Yeah, daytime television. So, but the funny thing is, um, so Spielberg and Lucas, right? I mean, they did Raiders and Spielberg had done all this other great stuff. And, and Lucas was like, I, I, he approached him with, with Raiders Lost Ark. And then he's like, I have three ideas. I, it's going to be a trilogy. I have three ideas. But apparently he had one idea. <laughs> so <laughs> Spielberg was kind of like, oh, I thought George had three ideas. He had, you know. An idea for one movie. Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yes, he had no idea what to do for the next two, the other two movies. And then they, they also said, apparently they were both coming off like bad breakups. So that's why people think yeah, the movies are so dark. Spielberg broke up with Amy Irving. Mm. Um, and Lucas and uh, his wife, uh, Marsha, broke up. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Some people think the scene where he rips out the guy's heart is like a metaphor for George Lucas's heart being ripped out. Still <laughs> on the nose. Yeah. But anyway, there's uh they were all they had all these ideas, and some of these things were left over from Raiders, scenes that weren't used in Raiders or whatever. But they wanted to the first thing they wanted to do was a big motorcycle chase where Indy's riding a motorcycle on the Great Wall of China. And the Chinese government said, no, we don't want you to film here. So, yeah, <laughs> it goes that one. And then Lawrence Kasdan, who um, wrote big, Empire. Yeah. Yeah. No. Directed but Empire. He also wrote, no, that was um, Kirshner directed Empire, but he did oh, write the script for Raiders. Right. He wrote the Ooh. script. And he was asked, they showed him the treatment and they asked him to write it. And he said, I didn't want anything to do with it. He thought it was mean, like to Indian. Culture. Well, yeah, that seems to be sort of the legacy of this mm. movie now, yeah. sort of the <laughs> <laughs> handling of uh, the uh, Indian culture. Yeah. Kind but we just the... did Octopussy last time, so, I mean, we're, <laughs> well, we're a in. A little bit of the whitewashing, right. too, with the um, Anything Goes uh, at the beginning is a little bit. I was like, oh, well, they wouldn't have a white person singing this like this now if they made the movie. It's not that it, that's like a crazy thing, but... um. But I was like, oh, this is it. We're starting it off right here. Okay, good. All right. Well, she did get? learn to sing in that's Shanghai. Shanghai. So she did learn yeah, to I mean, sing. No, very club. cool. So wasn't it her club? Oh, I don't know. Was it? I didn't. Club Obi-Wan? Club Obi-Wan. As they call it. Anyway. Talking. Yeah, so uh, there was some some problems with the production as far as like where to where they could film it where they were allowed to film it and whatever and but and also willie as we were talking about kate capture going along with the the theme she was named after spielberg's cocker spaniel how about that wasn't uh chewbacca named after reading the dog indiana yeah oh indiana of course was <laughs> And short round was the dog, the screenwriters they did get. Um, I forget their names now, and I don't have. They were the the Hucks or something like Huck, that. They worked and, on yeah uh, Gloria Katz on... and Willard Hoyuk. Yeah, they they worked Hook. on the Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce their name either. Sorry. Hook 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 Hook. And then uh, there was a lot of other things like 
apparently they wanted to rush this into production because they thought they would they couldn't get Spielberg <laughs> to, to to do it because he had just done E.T. and he was like super successful and they were like, oops, he might fly the coop. So like they fact tracked fast tracked this one. So anyways, yeah, let's start out here. Club Obi Wan, as it is named. I don't know what it is with these guys and these big musical numbers. I don't know why George Lucas or Steven. I mean, I, I feel like it's. I always think about the the, the Return of the Jedi thing. Mm. I was the big... delighted by this. Is one of my favorite parts of the movie, actually. I actually really, I, I do yeah. like this part too. Yeah. <laughs> Because it, wow. it reminds me of a pre-title sequence in a Bond movie where it's, you know, well, here's Indiana Jones, here's the end of his last adventure from the previous movie that you don't actually see. So you get <laughs> five or Very ten minutes of that, and then it leads into the new movie. You know, I, I might right. be a little brainwashed, too, because my girlfriend sings and dances, and, like, I was, I was just thinking, like, how much, you know, like, I was like, oh, this is, like, this is, like, my world a little bit. Like, I'm digging this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life, right? Yeah, this is real life. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I like the the scene. I mean, I don't really, I don't know, the musical yeah, part. I like the scene. I like the musical. Fine. I don't like the character of Willie Scott. Yeah. I was in Anything Goes yeah. in high school, so hey. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Nice. That's awesome. We've all floored Durson with our uh, musical theater <laughs> nerdiness. <laughs> And yeah. and I and I wore that same tuxedo to my prom. So <laughs> that I also was thinking very much like how it, that was very James Bond. Yeah, yeah no, it, was it very, definitely it was. Looks very Goldfinger or very um, like Humphrey Bogart and um, Casablanca, like that kind of feel. Well, the yeah, mm, Indiana yeah. Jones was kind of supposed to be like James Bond, but like yeah. you know, a little dirtier, a little more dirty, dirty. <laughs> Something a little naughty about it. I mean, it's a little dirty. Um. So a little trivia, a little knowledge drop here. The dress that Willie is wearing is actually made painstakingly from sequins and beads from the 20s and 30s. So it is yeah. actually period accurate. Nice. And there was a scene when they when, when they are later on, when they're in like the jungle, they kind of hung the dress there in the background and one of the elephants was eating it <laughs> and they hadn't filmed the club scene yet, so they had to like send the dress. I feel like out. they should have more than one of these dress, like a stunt dress, and then the real dress. You know, there was only one. Because, and don't you one. think like the people only making it were just like really like? Does it need to be like accurate? Do these do these sequins need to be from the twenties and thirties? Like, can't we just no. go to sequins <laughs> R Us? Yeah, right. You just buy these at the dollar store here or something. I don't know. It's accurate. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, so they had to mail in like a, a, you know, mail out the dress to get Proof fixed. And they had to put in an insurance claim and they had to write elephant aided. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, that's my knowledge drop. Well played. I dig it. Very yeah. nice. So, uh, yeah, it's Indiana Jones walks in in his white tux. And we learn it is 1935, which is pre-Raiders. So there you go. He goes over to the Laos table. He's got henchmen and whatever, and there's like a deal. There are Hachi's ashes and a diamond and a whole. Indiana is going to stab her with, he's going to, he grabs Willie 
He's gonna like stab her with like a fork. Like. <laughs> but yeah, there's a little back and forth between uh, him and Lao Shi or whatever his yeah. name is. Lao Shi. Yeah. Sort of like they're like, I'll give this to you if you give this to. And then, and then there's like double crosses and all sorts of stuff going. Right. On. And like yeah, the waiter is on Indiana Jones' side and and whatever, but they shoot him. And th- that's actually a fun. I don't think I really got it because I never popped a champagne cork as a kid. But like, it's pretty cool. They shoot him with. Like, as the champagne is popping, so you don't hear, like, a bullet, but it's kind of mm. just like, oh. And that guy's in, um, he gets killed in View to a Kill. Oh. Uh, he gets he gets, he gets killed in the car by Grace Jones, so. Oh, my God. It, is, it kind of like, <laughs> we'll um, is it kind of like a retroactive uh, backronym or something, like, that it is a, a prequel? Because I watched Raiders and then temple of doom and i i would have just assumed this was like a sequel even though i did read that it was a prequel is that like i don't think that you know would audience have even cared yeah i I don't know they just did that because they were like well how do we explain short round and how do we explain that marion's not here i think that's the only reason and like let's do less nazis this time i think was one of the things i heard too yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, that was another thing yeah it was like they didn't want to do nazis again so like they were trying to think of a a bad guy to come up with and uh they ended up with that what they chose and i, I don't yeah. know <laughs> I just it. I, I think think maybe they should have stuck with nazis yeah. <laughs> everybody hates nazis you know yeah but um yeah so anyway so indiana jones gets poisoned it's it's so funny i always i remember this so distinctly as a kid the way they're like what the way he says you know, like he's so the poison. You just the poison. Drank. Just drank, Doctor Jones. Why? Why wouldn't he just keep that in his pocket and then wait for Indy to die? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. bad guys do. That's because he needed the diamond back or whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and you got to show up. You will get that. But there's um, you know, the fight breaks out. It's all very uh, you know, fun action movie type stuff. The, Willie is going after the diamond because she's like a, you know, diamonds are a girl's best friend kind of lady, I guess. And she finds the antidote on the ground as like there's all this chaos. And so I did it, like this. This was very fun. This whole thing with the oh, yeah. antidote. Yeah, I thought it's, it was very cool. The balloons come down like people just running around. <laughs> I know there's like guns going off and everything. These people just run out. But uh, they do this cool thing with the gong, which I liked. I don't know. Apparently, that was supposed to be in Raiders. This whole thing was supposed to be in Raiders. Yeah, I was going to add that, but I'm like working as we're doing this, so I'm not getting to my unmute button fast enough. Sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep knowledge. <laughs> I'm, I've got four more pages, then I'll be done. All right. So yeah, like I, I like the gong thing. He's running behind the gong as the the guy's shooting at it and hiding, and Indy's hiding. He grabs Willie. The the gong rolls and breaks the window and they jump out and they go the classic action movie like through the awnings or whatever. Gotta <laughs> love they, the fall through the awnings. Yeah, classic. And he land they land in the in his car, which is driven by Short Round. Yeah, we say uh, we say that all the time. Hold on to your potatoes. If we have to, <laughs> oh, really? if we have to get someplace fast, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Hold on to your potatoes. So yeah, they're driving along, and as we pointed out before we started recording, the actual line is, hey, Dr. Jones, no time for love. 
because he go he reaches into her dress, does a little you know, something something in there, and gets his antidote. So he's fine. It's because like, uh, she put the antidote in her dress, dress not because he was groping her. And then no, he, he wasn't just something. groping her for no reason. But because hey, there is, this is short round is right. This is not the time for love. But, <laughs> yeah, he needs his antidote, so he got. And you know, and it's fun. There's a fun shootout chase thing. Now, here's something that I realize. I mean, I didn't realize, and I don't even know if it's true. But according to IMDb, so they get to the airport. According to IMDb, this guy Weber is Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. Like, I I recognized his voice the very first time I saw it. But yeah, it's it's hard to see him. But yeah, that's him. I never knew that until like last week. Yeah, because I because. He and like Belushi used to hang out with Carrie Fisher, and then they all used to do drugs. And they were like, they were supposed to be like the the guards for the Rancor or something like that. Belushi was supposed to be that, but you know, oh then he had God. all the problems and yeah. died. So hey. it didn't work out. My God! But Aykroyd's still alive, so he was yeah. able to do this. I can't believe I didn't know all these forty years or so, and it's Dan Aykroyd. How about that? He does have like. He's like, as you will be riding on a cargo. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, man. I guess it is Dan Aykroyd, but. Uh. Yes, that, I should have recognized it by the bad acting. <laughs> don't question, don't question. Crystal Skull Vodka, I know we'll get there. But, like, is that all because of Dan Aykroyd's connection to the Indiana Jones? Honestly asking, I don't know. Actually, I don't know either. Maybe. I don't think I don't so. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know either. I mean, I guess it's possible, knowing now that they're all buddy-buddy back in the day. I didn't know what you guys said, because for some reason I got disconnected momentarily, so maybe I'll have an answer for it. Dan Aykroyd has his own brand of vodka that comes in skulls. Yes. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's connected to any of that. I don't know. It's connected to his belief in, um, uh, like, aliens and stuff in the the occult. Maybe it is a crystal skull thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pop around because you know more about this movie than I do. I'm going to pop around. Report back. So um, apparently there was some rewriting. So they get on a plane. This is actually one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. He says, nice try, Lao Shay. And he shuts the door. And it's Lao Shay Airlines <laughs> or whatever. Or that. whatever it is. And then he says, goodbye, Dr. Jones. And they all crack up. and eat Maniacal laugh. Maniacal what? laugh. Maniacal laugh. <laughs> a quick but follow there's... up. It is. It was uh, originally made for the movie. That's that's why he created the vodka. Really? So it is. Yeah. Interesting. Good job, Clay. Yeah. No problem. I'm trying to com- contribute because I'm not a big indie head. So anything I can right. contribute, I feel good about. <laughs> we call ourselves Jones heads. <laughs> we call ourselves potatoes. <laughs> hold on to your potatoes. Yeah. Hold on to it. I'm holding on to my clay right now, my little potato. <laughs> oh, my little couch potato. <laughs> so this is a little like there's some apparently there was some rewriting of this. It was supposed to be like a fight on the plane or whatever. And I don't know. But what what really happens is the pilots dump the fuel and jump out of the plane after they fly for like thousands of miles, like or whatever. Because they, they do the travel by map thing. Which is another Muppets reference. <laughs> weirdly weird. But uh, yeah, so like they travel by map. Did they have to wait for them all to be asleep? I guess. Why? Why would they not 
Why would they travel all that way and jump out? Wait for them to get to sleep and then open all the doors so all the chicken feathers start flying and they freak <laughs> out. It's not a good plan. Yeah, it's not a great plan. But that leads up to my favorite quote in the movie when Short Round's just like, you call him Dr. Jones' doll. <laughs> That's right, because <laughs> Willie wakes up first. And she's trying to, she's like, hey, sir. Like, she doesn't even know his name. And, she's, and Short Round is just there and goes, you call him Dr. Jones' doll. So I, I like the line, too, where, like, Indy gets in the, he wakes up and he gets in the pilot seat. And she's like, do you know how to fly this thing? And he says, no, do you? <laughs> but um so they they do a total indiana jones thing and they get the the life raft and uh, they're gonna jump out on that which apparently they did on an episode of mythbusters to see if this was actually possible to survive was it, was it possible because they I said kind of dumb it's like 99 percent they would die but like there is a slight chance that if all the conditions were correct, that they could live. But no, there's really no chance. But uh did they really have like self-inflating rafts back then? Uh I don't know. I uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Clay, get on that. No, just kidding. Um <laughs> but like, you know, I don't know. It, it works. I don't know. They go down the mountain into the snow, into the water. They go down a waterfall. Of course, it's total Spielberg type stuff. What? So they end up in 55. <laughs> Wait a minute. Cow. This is the first one. Yeah. So they end up in this village and everything in the village is kind of, you know, sad and, and you know, whatever. And like this guy sort of tells them that this, the stone was taken from them and all the children were taken. The Indian guy. who has to, he had Spielberg was feeding him all his lines off camera. He had to phonetically learn how to sp speak the, the, the dialogue. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. There's my knowledge oh. drop for the night. That's good. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, they, it's kind of a, there's like an embarrassing, not embarrassing, but like, Willie is sort of, there was a lot of criticism of Willie Scott that she's not as cool as Marion, basically. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Those criticisms are true. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's the damsel in distress. She screams a lot. She just, you know. Yeah, because the problem with her is the noise. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she won't eat their food. And Indiana Jones is like, you're embarrassing me and whatever. But, um, and insulting them. Yeah. So anyway, that night, this one of the kids who apparently escaped from the palace, he's he comes up. He's got this little piece of like a scroll that tells basically tells Indiana Jones that he thinks anyway the stone that they are talking about is a lost Sankara stone, and um, so he's looking for fortune and glory, which is still a. a a saying that people say a lot, I think. I, I hear that a lot. And, but it's a it's a comic book series by my, Brian Michael Bendis, too. That's true. Yes, it is. Fortune and glory. So uh, we get a lot of goofy scenes now with Willie trying to get on the elephant and her trying to make the elephant smell better. With I've her. never ridden an elephant before. No, no, I have not. I have. Really? I don't. I have no recollection of it. My mother told me, like, 
two years ago she was talking about the time that we were riding an elephant at the circus and i was like i don't wow. remember this at all <laughs> did you put little perfume did you like no, i perfume? thought the elephant i was like i love elephant crap smell so <laughs> you do you buddy <laughs> it's all very silly yeah like they they camp out and she's like she encounters every animal known to man in the in the span of like two seconds but yeah we get that line as indian short rounder playing cards this is the troll with hers the noise but there is apparently that's because there is a snake which we know indiana jones is afraid of snakes but apparently kate capshaw was also very afraid of snakes but she agreed to touch that one snake for that one shot where she throws it down i thought she made a deal with spielberg that she would do this one thing if she didn't have to do the bugs or it was the other way around i'll do the bugs if i don't have to do the snake and then she was just like fuck it i'll do it whatever well i think she needed some sort of um like medication some, to yeah. do i think she also <laughs> got, like bugs. did some sort of hypnosis for it too I maybe, might yeah, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do the bug thing. I'm not a huge fan of snakes, but snakes went out over bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't like either thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of like the best insert, Clay. I don't want to keep like repeating myself, but like this is like basically like I've never seen this movie before. So <laughs> like I'm just giving you like my 2023 like, opinion of I like I like it a lot. Just a fresh opinion. (laughs) I like it. I think it's great. Yeah, we learn also, like, so Short Round was like a pickpocket. Did did they say his parents died in Hiroshima or something? No, wait, Hiroshima hasn't happened yet. Uh, Uh, His parents die 10 years in the future. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I don't remember when. His parents were killed, and and he tried to pick Indy's pocket, and Indy caught him, and they became friends, I guess. So anyway, friends. Yeah, good old friends. So then uh, they're at Pancod Palace, and they meet this prime minister, and they meet this British guy. There's a lot of weird like stuff that went over my head as a kid, and I still don't really care about it. I got to be honest with you about like the British coming and like trying to keep the. But you might you might feel differently if you were. In Indian. Sure. No, I probably would. But I'm not. You're not, so. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. It's it's a little background in the movie, but it doesn't really add anything, does it? Well, it no? adds a, a historical context. And also that all the British soldiers show up at the end. Right. At the very end, it does matter. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> you may proceed. But uh, so right. then, like, Willie learns about, oh, there's a Maharaja, and he doesn't have a wife yet, and oh. And she's all excited, and she finds out when they go to dinner that he's just a kid. <laughs> I so. love that. <laughs> so the big dinner scene, I don't know, she all, yeah, apparently Kate Coptrow wasn't a fan of the eels coming out of the snake that they cut open the oh yeah the the, the eyeball soup the monkey's brain killed monkey's brain which is actually a thing people do eat monkey's brains but at the time i thought that yeah, was, it was serving them at our last bad movie night so. 
<laughs> Snake surprise, the guy calls it. Um, but it's then, and then meanwhile, while Willie and Short Round are like just being grossed out by all the food, Indiana Jones is talking to the Prime Minister guy and the British guy and the the Maharaja, I guess, about like what he heard in the village about the thuggy cult coming back and. And they were like, oh, no, there's no thuggy hill and whatever. The guy is so obviously lying. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no bad guys, nothing bad. But eh, again, it, it's, it's, it's fine. There is also a funny line where he says, oh, I heard they were going to cut your hands off if you ever came back to that whatever country it was. And then he was like, no, it wasn't my hands. It was my misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> it was my cock. Right. Well, can't say that. Even in a, in a even PG in a 13. Well, then he yeah. picks the rooster up from underneath the table and he's like, and here's my cock right here. He's going to cut my <laughs> cock. It was my cock. Jones, am I right, Willie? Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking and, of. And here's, and here's my Willie. Off to, you know, to, <laughs> the last time you'll be slapping your Willie around. <laughs> Right, Speaking of his cock and Willie, we get this fun little sexual tension scene between the two of them next. Uh, he brings her a, a plate of fruit, which is nice because she didn't eat anything. It seems like they're going to do it, but like no, nobody wants to be the first to give in, I guess. So with, Indiana Jones is hanging out in his room. Ridiculous because every guy would just in the world is just like, fuck it, I'm running right over there now. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. He, that's he's not really James Bond. If yeah. he was James Bond, he would have just done her right there. Already happened. <laughs> but this guy, who's like just hanging out in his room, <laughs> this thuggy guy, comes out and tries to choke Indiana Jones, and and there's a you know there's just a lot of punching and fighting and choking, and Short Rod kind of just like wakes up and he's like, huh? but um. They do the cool, he gets the whip and he, he he like throws it around the fan and the guy gets choked. Like, oh, that's I that's pretty violent. I'll say, okay, that that might be that's PG 13 right there. I don't know. I saw something <laughs> similar a Muppet movie where Kermit was on top of the uh, he wasn't hanged though. He was he wasn't dead, yeah. I think it's the noise it makes. You know, like when it goes up and he goes like it goes like wah like <laughs> <laughs> it's the noise you used to make when we played baseball. Ah, here's my ah, It's swing and a miss. So then, like, for some reason, I guess he maybe he's, does he just, I don't know. Then he goes across to Willie's room. Maybe he already looked in his room and we didn't see that part. I don't know. But he goes over to Willie's room across the hall and he's looking around and she's like, hey, I'm right here. We're going to have sex now. And he is not paying any attention to her. <laughs> he pushes this statue's boobs and it goes in like it's a secret passageway but. which is why i press every statue's boobs i find <laughs> you never know you can get a secret <laughs> passage so he and short round are going down this little secret passageway and yeah we we come across the bugs oh every bug known to man <laughs> <laughs> It is pretty, uh, I don't know how, I mean, maybe they learned from the Raiders thing. Do you, do you remember the idea in the, when he had all the spiders on his my back? my favorite scene. Yeah. yeah. Favorite part. And then apparently they weren't doing anything. And Spielberg was like, why don't they 
why are they moving? And the, the spider wrangler was like, wait, they're all male. So they put a female spider on there. And then they all went nuts. But yes, yeah, just exactly like what I was saying. Dudes yeah. will do anything to get <laughs> it on. <laughs> so but did I don't know if they had to really female. have all those spiders on him. I did. Yeah. No. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, every, you know, there's the snake pit and raiders. In, um, in the, the, the last crusade, they have all the rats, but there's this whole scene where there's more spiders on them that they cut out. Oh, and oh. I was lucky happy. you. Yes. <laughs> so they go into this room and Indy's like, he yells at short round to like, he's like, just stand up against the wall. And, she, and he leans up against the wall and it activates the, 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 the I did what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you said stand against wall. So the ceiling's starting to come down and then the spikes come out and they have to yell for Willie to come and save them. For some reason, Indiana Jones knows that there's like a switch that'll just turn it off. But that's okay. It doesn't matter. It's I don't want to overanalyze this, but there's he's been in, dead been people in here. Yeah. It is a lot of tombs with trap with secret traps in it, so he knows. Uh, yeah, right. Just my right. no prize, please. That's probably true. You're right. All right, I'll send you a no prize. Gracias. It is very funny, like the scene where it's just his face in the little hole, like, and he says, we are going to die. In the theater, when it, when she starts to put her hand to do it, and then his hand comes out and grabs hers, the whole theater went, you know. I know, that's good. Like, it's like a jump, uh, what do they call it? Like a Jump scare. Uh, jump scare, yeah, thank you. And so, yeah, like, it is pretty funny. As, as annoying as Willie can be at times in this movie, this is pretty... It's pretty funny. And I had the feeling like, yeah, she wasn't, she was probably pretty afraid of these bugs. Wasn't really acting. She was pretty grossed out. <laughs> so, so anyway, she does reach her hand in and pulls this lever. They're fine. But yeah, then she goes in and she, she activates the same thing unintentionally and they have to run out of there. And the famous, like, he almost loses his hat. That door was so thick, I swear to God, I thought it was going to, like, crush his arm anyways. <laughs> like, <it was laughs> I know, it's crazy how thick that thing is. So now we see this thuggy ceremony. They, they go into this giant room with a, there's, like, a poor guy that they strapped to this metal thing, and they lower him down into some lava. Oh, before that, though, of course, all around. Kalima. Kalima. Yeah, he reaches in. Pulls out the guy's heart, and the guy's chest just heals, which looks kind of, it doesn't look great, but it's 1983, so, or four, I guess. Well, so. they made it in 83, so. Right, right. And then they send we him are, down into the. Mrs. Elder and I always, when we talk about that part, we always, we sing, gonna eat your heart out, eat your heart out, gonna eat your heart out, gonna eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember this guy chanting. He, he says, like, a bunch of bar, a bunch of bar, a bunch of, I don't know what that means, but I always. I'm sure it's something in Indian, but it's kind of funny. I, as a little kid, I always thought that was... It's not funny, but as a kid, I... As a kid, you don't understand. So things right. you don't understand are funny. Right. I was like eight. <laughs> so, yeah, the guy gets lowered into the lava. He burns, and his heart burns in Molaram's hand. Oh, it's all very... <laughs> gross. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But as a kid, I thought it was pretty cool. 
Hell yeah. Meanwhile, as Indy is in Indy and Short Round and Willie are all are all watching this, he sees the three stones. The three Sankara stones. And nobody uh, said anything about three stones. <laughs> I mean, do we take one stone or all stones? How come we haven't done that movie yet? I don't know. We'll have to we'll, next week. Next week. <laughs> um so he's like, all right, I'm gonna go get those stones. And they're like, and there's like famous, not famous, but like total Indiana Jones line, which is like, you're gonna get killed going after fortune and glory. And he's like, maybe, but not today. And he so he goes over there. He puts She's the kind of a drip, huh? Yeah, she... it's kind of like the worst <laughs> character on movies I've seen in a while. Okay. She's, she's not great. Yeah. They, she he, could be better. She could be better. He he like swings over with his whip and puts stones. Like it's weird how like after that ceremony was over, everybody just left and they left the stones there it's, and everything. It's it's like you know they were at a Knights of Columbus or something for an awards <laughs> dinner and then everyone left. That's yeah, like all right, show's over. Uh, so he gets the he gets his stones and then he hears screaming. It's like children screaming, and he goes and looks, and all, it's all the children from the village are enslaved, and they're like they're in like a mine, they're digging and stuff. And he sees one kid get whipped by the the big guy who was the as John pointed out. Go back and listen to our Raiders episode. The same guy who played the the yeah. mechanic. I, also can, I can also tell you another one that we sort of touched upon in our last podcast, if you're listening to our podcast in order, uh, right. that he is uh, the guy that has a fight with Sean Connery and Never Say Never Again at the Shrublands, uh like the rehabilitation Shrublin. center and mm-hmm. gets James Bond's pee thrown in his face and then falls onto a bunch of needles. Because he had a urine sample there. <laughs> I remember that. I, yeah. I do remember that. Same Quality guy. Flick. Quality this guy's flick. had a rough... He's had it rough too. He's yes. like the the guy who was killed in View to a Kill. He just dies and everything. Yep. He's the Sean Bean of stunt guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like Indy throws a giant rock at the guy. The guy just kind of goes like, Ugh! like he does oh, not. I, I also want to point out here that um, that uh, Harrison Ford blew out his back during that that scene where he strung up the guy on the on the fan and stuff so a lot of these fight scenes are not actually harrison ford but right. his stunt double vic armstrong who is uh who you said wrote a boring book or something yeah yeah i did i got his book <laughs> the greatest stuntman of all time or something like that and the, i couldn't make I, it was interesting but i'm like it's really dry you know mm. and it just, but uh yeah he also went on to uh direct a bunch of second unit oh. stuff on the bond films in the 90s so hmm. i'll good. get back to my work now all right, and uh, I'll Thanks. I'll drop in with another knowledge drop soon. <laughs> yeah, it, it ends up they all get captured, of course. Uh, you know, Indy in short round and Kate really? Capford. Uh, Capshaw. Kate Capford. Kate Captured. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know. <laughs> this is where the movie. There's like a lot going on here. First, there's. They're trying to get him to drink the blood of Kali, which apparently turns you into a bad guy. And in order to get him to do this, they, they have this voodoo doll of him. And the voodoo doll, you know, like they, the, the little Maharaja kid is there. The prime minister guy is there. He's bad, I guess. 
they put the voodoo doll by the fire, and Indy goes like, ah! Anyway, they make him drink the blood. We also learn, well, Rob tells us his evil plan, that these kids are looking for the last two. There's apparently five Sankara stones, and they're looking for the last two. They have three of them, which makes me wonder, uh, maybe they should look for the soul stone while they're at it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but this is obviously years before Infinity Stones, but anyway, so Short Round is able to escape, and he goes, and meanwhile, Willie is being, she's going to be lowered down just like the, the guy with the heart. For some reason, they don't pull her heart out. They just kind of like, eh, you're, you're good. We don't need your heart. <laughs> we'll just lock in here. You're fine. Yeah. You're down by yourself and your heart. Not by yourself. <laughs> yeah. your heart. heart, lungs, everything all at once. So... Indy in short round, like short round is like, no, Indy, I love you. And then he burns him with a torch. And I guess that snaps him back to reality. Yeah, I read the uh, the novelization uh, when when it came out, when the movie came out. And they do a much better job explaining that, you know, exposure to the, the heat or the fire cures you of the, the darkness. But they just kind of just wave a torch at her. Adam and he's like, I'm eh, I'm all right now. He says, I'm all right, kid. And like, people get it. I mean, sure, I guess. He also whacked Shorty at one point, which was uh, kind of a, I don't know, another thing that people thought was violent, hitting a kid. Well, he was like, you know, dark side indie at the time, wasn't he? Right, right. Yeah. Get out of here, smack. Yeah. So then they, I mean, really, uh, who hasn't felt like doing that to a kid, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, only in movies. Oh, yeah. We all live vicariously through Indy. Uh, but anyway, no, so he um, he's back to normal. They'd start kicking butt. Short round starts beating people up. It's, it's a little embarrassing, I think, if you're one of these thuggy guys, you get beat up by a 12-year-old kid, but that's okay. And then they they pull Willie out. I mean, she would be so dead because they go. <laughs> did they do this one on MythBusters? No, I don't think. Because <laughs> <laughs> they go like up and down. It's it's a fun action scene. Like I don't mind it because like someone comes along and like pulls a lever that lowers her. Then Indy comes along and pulls the lever that like raises her. And then like they pull the lever that lowers her again. So it's kind of fun. It's a fun scene. The prime minister guy gets like caught in the thing which is kind of a cool like in the wheel and like it like caves in his chest that's cool i like that yeah i like that so then like they got the stones indy gets his hat back all is right with the world and they're like let's get out of here and he says yeah all of us and so they go we walk from here (laughs) That's (laughs) that's what he said in the video game but uh, they go like they they get like I like I kind of like this tough the guy. musical cue at at this part. Uh, I I think it's at this part that yeah. oh that's so awesome. It is. It's pretty cool. I always like this sort of tough guy indie at this moment where he like yeah, the guy looks up and sees him standing yeah, there. It's a good shot. Yeah, dramatic. And he beats the guy up. They get the keys and all the kids are like, it's kind of cool because like. You know, yeah, Indiana Jones is all about finding, you know, the fortune and glory, but he also, yeah, you know, we can rescue kids too while we're at it. Yeah. 
He's not all that. So then um, there's a lot of fighting. This is the, the movie kind of takes a turn here. I'm not going to lie to you. First, he has to fight the big guy. And but meanwhile, they have the voodoo doll thing again. And so the, the Maharaja kid is sticking his pin into the voodoo doll. So Indiana Jones is feels like he's getting stabbed. And it's all very weird. And then Short Run has to go and get the voodoo doll from the kid. And he does the fire thing with that, with the kid. So the kid comes back to normal. Here's a funny little thing that I couldn't figure out, too. So, like, the Maharaja kid says, oh, take the left tunnel when you go out th through the mine shaft. Meanwhile, all those kids that they just rescued just ran away. They didn't have to go through a mine shaft. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they know where they were, though? Because they they have their bearings because they've been down there in the mines or something? I don't know. Uh, maybe, but then why didn't the Maharaja kid go, oh, just walk up those stairs yeah, follow, there? Follow yeah, the kids. Like, they yeah. know where they're going. You guys want to go for a ride? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They were trying to fill, you know, finish this movie... Their star was like apparently. I forgot to mention this during the back surgery. No, he didn't have back surgery, but Harrison Ford went back to L.A. Oh, maybe that's what you should try, Josh. Is the Harrison Ford cure? Yeah, <laughs> some kind of weird radical virus <laughs> or something. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, some weird thing. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, he does. This is pretty violent, though. He does end up the guy's little little turban. What do they what do they call that little thing that he's wearing around his waist there? A belt? No, it's <laughs> not a turban. <laughs> your waist. Your waist turban. Sash. I don't know. Uh, what do you, what do they call that little thing? Well, I just said sash. That's not it. Sash. Oh, maybe right. it's sash. Sash. Fabulous. Yeah. I didn't remember. It gets caught in the like the wheel that that's crushing all the rocks and it drags him down and that's pretty bad. I mean that's pretty. I That's was cool. watching that and like his he was starting to do a split. I was like, did he really get hurt? Like, because like <laughs> one leg went up and one leg went back, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe that's why he started doing behind the camera work. Like, <laughs> I can't do this. I ripped my groin on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's the that's the uh, the crew T-shirt. That's what it says on there. I ripped my groin on Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. All I got was a stupid teacher. <laughs> um, so there's this mine car chase, which was great for the video game. Uh, a lot of it was, you know, a lot of it was miniatures, or and some of it was in, yeah, like in camera miniatures and and all that. It's very, uh, it's fun, but I don't know. It's, you know. Whatever it it's but like the, I guess the part that really bothers me is when there's no track, and he just goes and jumps and lands right up. They should do that. Did they do a whole Indiana Jones on MythBusters? I'm, everything that you say that's weird. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> it seems I, like this is literally the only thing I know about this movie. Is so I remember that. When they jumped, he's like, "Put your head down." <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it will be fine. That was very exciting. Um, uh, recess talk. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> Did you see that? We jumped the thing. And they... The other funny thing is like the whole thing of, oh, take the left tunnel. Short round is like left tunnel, left tunnel. And they go to the right. It's like, well, why did you even write that scene in there? It didn't even matter. <laughs> so you know that 
that right. the left was going to be dangerous. That they're heading into danger, yeah. So, um, Mola Rob, I mean, you've seen a movie before, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all these like tropes, and you're like, I don't know why they did that. I was like, because right. they needed to do something later. I want you to have to try to give me a no prize explanation. Oh, oh well, I'll work on it then. Yeah, work on it. For some reason, Molaram uh, tips this giant water thing, and so all this water goes through the tunnels. And, um, as we've spoken about on this podcast before, water never—it doesn't always work. Uh, yeah, you, you can't know. miniaturize water. Can't miniaturize water. Water it is water. Looks big. <laughs> There's, so Indiana Jones has to stop his cart with a with his feet. Yeah, as a kid, he, I, like I had a couple problems. With one was the jumping out of the plane with a with a raft, and the other was this. It, I don't know why this bothered. I'm like, I'm not buying it. Not buying. It. I'm not buying. It. I'm 11 years old and I'm not buying this. <laughs> so he, yeah, and he's like, he's his feet are all hot. And he's like, water, water, water. And then, of course, this rush of water comes at them. Eh, I know, it's it's a dumb that's, gag. That's it's funny, actually, though, because he's right. like, water, water, water. And then he's like, water, water, water. I thought that right. was right. I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. And they get separated. Willie and Short Round go one way, and Indy goes another way. and um, But they both know, come out the same hole. Somehow they do, yeah. I don't know how. Or does he say like, "Get to the bridge," and he's gonna try to fight off the thuggies? I guess um, they have this yeah. the classic. Each on on each side of the hole. <laughs> so yeah. Water came shooting out, and then he told them to get to the bridge. Right. Um, so they, they we have the like the sort of remake of the scene from Raiders, where there's. There's actually two swordsmen, and Indiana Jones is about to just sort of casually take out his gun and shoot them, but he does not have his gun this time. They play a little musical sting from that scene from Raiders 2. Yeah. Great use of the word sting. Thank you. And then sting appeared. I didn't know sting did the <laughs> soundtrack. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah. If I built this fortress around your heart, you would still grab it and pull it out. Sorry. Right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Why did you have to sing that sting song of all of them? Because it was, it was the, the, it, the, it your heart. The heart. Yeah. your heart up. Oh, boy. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I've been pitching that one all night. <laughs> Chewy? Yeah, there you go. All right, so... um. It's it's a funny moment though. I'm glad they did that. You know, he didn't, even though it's a prequel, you still make reference to the other movie. Uh, so he has to fight the guys off. There is a cool part where he takes his whip and he whips the guy's sword out of his hand and like throws it. It goes like way far away. <laughs> I always liked the way that that looked. Like it's not just like a set. It went like he he chucked that sword. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, they end up on this this rope bridge and a little more knowledge here. Apparently like they just, they found some guys, some locals to build this for them. It wasn't like there or whatever, but like they just found some local people like where they were filming. They said, can you build us a rope bridge? I'm like, sure. <laughs> so it's like a yeah. real bridge. 
And Harrison Ford just ran across it. He was like, all right, I can do it. And he just like did it. Like he just ran just to sort of conquer his fear of this thing. So there you go. He must have been high on whatever pain oh, medication he was taking for pain. Anyway, so they're all there. Like there's they've they've got short round and Willie, like they kind of make them go on the bridge. Indiana Jones is in the middle. There's Dougie's all around. And he tells Shorty in I guess Cantonese. I, I what is is it Vietnamese? I don't know. I feel bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think he's Vietnamese. He tells him to hang on, basically. And he's got a sword. He says, prepare to meet Kali in hell. And he cuts the thing. Apparently it cut pretty quick, like in real life and in the movie. That, I don't know why the other thuggy guys didn't go like, he's off the, off the bridge. What? Knocked a bunch of dummies off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> dummies and fake people. They were dummies for not thinking like, I don't know, maybe they were like, Molaram will kill us worse. We don't. I don't so, know. I was meaning more they were like actual dummies, but yeah. Right. Like, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, they're like Buster from Mythbusters. <laughs> no, we're Mythbusters dummies. Mythbusters wouldn't even bother doing this one, but. Yeah, and then yeah. so below in the water below them there are these alligators or apparently they're they're supposed to be crocodiles but no one knows the difference right alligators crocodiles one get a pointy nose one's got a round one and it and it doesn't match up with the the pointy should be an a and the round should be a c but they're the opposite i don't know i don't know you're I right knows as well no somebody knows but i don't know but apparently they switched him whatever the one it's it's supposed to be but it's funny because like they show guys falling or dummies falling like and they you hear screaming you you see like the the, the crocodiles slash alligators kind of go up and be like ah they look like they want to eat but they never actually you don't get to really see any flesh eating you know yeah they're just eating some of their clothes yeah, right. What did they do? Just throw some throw some laundry in there? <laughs> I don't know. You get the idea. So so anyway, um before he cuts the bridge, I should probably point out there's one thing I wanted to point out, and maybe you can explain this to me as well. Because I've never seen a movie. So he's a I'm ready. I'm, Jones. I've stopped. I've stopped my work and I'm All ready right. to explain whatever it is. I'm here to mansplain it to you. Thank you. Thank you. So he's about to drop. He's still got his bag that has the three Sankara stones. And he's like, I'll let him go or I'll drop it. And he says, go ahead. They will be found. So, all right. I mean, I guess he's not that intimidated. But meanwhile, at the climax of the movie here, Indiana Jones and Molaram are fighting. And they're fighting over the stones. And, and he wants, like, and Indiana Jones starts doing this weird chanting thing. And the stones like catch fire, and Molaram like reaches out and grabs it, and uh, and it burns his hand and he falls. <laughs> it's, but I guess he, so. He's not that concerned about. I mean, I don't know if he he thought eh, they'll be found. But now he's like, no, I need this one. Well, <laughs> I don't really have a, a good no prize explanation for you. I, he was just sort of caught up in the moment. And yeah, when you're hanging from a rope that bridge, particular one, um, uh, uh, as opposed to either of the other ones, like 
how did he know to bring that one back to the village so that their cows would i don't know no all the other they all only like yeah two of them fell and the third one indy caught because as soon as molaram dropped it indy grabbed it so i don't know but that's because so indy's, indy's good right yeah he just wanted to uh to. restore his village with uh with one of them a battery i got your battery <laughs> <laughs> Like, what if they find all of them? Because, like, they could all be found. That's what he says. And then you snap your fingers and half the life in the universe will go away. <laughs> that's, a, that's a, I don't know. That's, uh, but I think, like, we're supposed to believe that even though Indiana Jones, like, he might be, he was looking for his fortune and glory, but then he realized, oh, okay, I'm going to bring the stone back to the village, give them their battery, as you say. But it's it's so like when they go back to the village, there's like flowers and, and everything is lush, even before he gave them the stone. So that's a metaphor. All right. Oh, and yeah. Over evil. Right. And we should uh, point out. Yeah. Like there were some thuggy guys trying to shoot Indiana Jones with arrows as he's trying to climb up the bridge. And then, yeah, the British come and shoot, shoot them with guns. Eh, so. Saves Indy. So that's nice. Anyway, yeah, they go back to the village. He gives them the Sankara stone. They're all like, oh, you were meant to come. And they're all happy. And, and then all wet. Very funny. <laughs> that's and right. the, 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 Indy, the Raiders theme kicks in. I don't. It's not really in the movie very much. If, oh, yeah, you're right. Dun, 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 dun. He, yeah, he, he kisses Willie. And then the elephant sprays him with water. And they go, ha, 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 ha. And it's all. It's funny. Well, it's all good, and we never saw Willie again, <laughs> except Steven Spielberg married her, so it worked out okay for him. He uh, he did say, actually, that was the best part that came out of this movie, because he doesn't really love this movie. Believe that? Yeah. Oh. I can. <laughs> I thought he'd just be like, you know, he might be like, yeah, you know, it was... Uh, it was fine. fine. Yeah, it was fine. But he said, there's no part of me in that movie. It's mm. very strange. But there's plenty of me in Willie Scott, if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, plenty hey, of Willie. The O-League is back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this movie was a huge success. I think it made like $45 million, like its opening weekend, which at the time was pretty big. It ended up with 333 million dollars for in 1984 that's pretty impressive pretty good at the time it was like the fourth highest grossing movie of all time only beat out by like three other movies by spielberg and lucas like yeah there was a point in time where harrison ford was in six of the top 10 grossing films of, of all time wow yeah yeah i mean how did he get so crusty <laughs> <laughs> You made so much money. Oh, uh, that doesn't make you any 17 less air crashes. Yeah, right. A rich, crusty guy. Well, I mean, he. I guess if he if he hurts himself on each one, you know. Yeah, that's gonna make you a grump. And if you keep yeah. crashing your plane every time you fly one, that's gonna make you a grump too. <laughs> it's like how he was in the aviator over here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, over here. All right. So that's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. 
what do we think? We usually like to grade these, Josh. I, I know you haven't been uh, on here in a while. We usually like to uh, mm. give it an A, B, C, D, you know, like like in school. So what uh, do we want to do that here? Who wants to go first? How do we do this? Let's let Clay go first since he only saw it for the first time this week. I don't think you want me to go first. Yeah, <laughs> why? yeah why not? Okay, What's fine. The difference? Can only go up from there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I get the I, feeling Clay's not going to give it a very good grade. Well, I uh, like like I said, I have no reverence for this movie. It's not like uh, something I have fond memories of. I remember kind of the 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 boulder in the first movie, and and kind of the the whatever you call it, the train. What would you call that? The, the mine car thing, the mine yeah, shaft. Yeah. I remember that, and I remember that like being fun. Um, I have to say that I thought that uh, Raiders was a much better movie than this one. I thought that the female lead in this movie was pretty awful and annoying. Uh, I don't care about Short Round. I don't have any <laughs> reverence about this movie in any way. Like, I, it was kind of like a little bit tough for me to watch I, I mean like the 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 one i do like about the movie is like how spielberg shoots his movies like i love the the cinematography i love like the way it looks i love the set design i love all that stuff but uh it just doesn't really still continues to not really do anything for me um so i gotta because spielberg i'll give it a I'll give it a flat b but other than that i oh, right. didn't really better for than this I movie in any way all right. It's not like it's bad. It's it's a good, it's a good movie, but it's not like my kind of movie. So that's kind of like where my grade falls. Okay, very good. Um, very well. You're off the podcast. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I prefer the I I prefer Han Solo. I want to see space guns. That was more like a. Um, I was more when I was a kid. I was more into like going into space. <laughs> so like uh, going to the desert and the the magic and and stuff like that. Just uh, I don't know. Doesn't literally doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it's not I, my I taste. You. I'm so in the desert, man. I'm chipped. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said this during our Raiders episode. The only reason my my brother was able to convince me to go to see Raiders as he told me that Han Solo was in it. And because otherwise I was like, this is like stupid. And it worked. It worked. I went to see it because Han Solo was in it. And then, I mean, by the time I saw this one, I was already a fan, but I have to agree with you. Raiders is far superior. Um, yeah. As a, as a movie, as a film, but I have fond memories and you're right. It's, it's kind of the opposite of what you said in, in that respect. Like I do have, I think the nostalgia is definitely, Definitely helps me buoy this movie up because it, it's pretty weird at times. Like, like I said, the voodoo and the blood of Kali and all that. It is like a lot going on there. And the plus that blood of Kali thing is only like five minutes of the movie. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's a little, you know, whatever. Um, there's a couple parts in that end or like that last what's it like that last 40 minutes or so are all just like fight 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 
there's a part where like Indiana Jones is like he uses his whip to like swing to catch up to Willie and Short Rod, and he just goes and goes and goes. Like he doesn't. Yeah, the there's no yeah. swinging. He's literally yeah. just like like hanging and being. Yeah, by, like he's like being, like pulley system above him. Yeah, like it's pretty bad. Like you can tell it's. Pretty, I guess knowing that Harrison Ford wasn't even there for five weeks of the shooting, they had to do a lot of working around it. I guess it helps. It helps me uh, appreciate it a little more. But I don't know. Um, can, I can I say something really quick? I I feel bad that I didn't love this movie growing up. Like <laughs> I wish I had seen it and <laughs> loved it when I was ten. I feel bad giving it like, even though my I gave it a B. Like I feel bad like saying something that about like a movie you guys kind of like <laughs> no it's okay i just feel like kind of guilty in a weird way i don't know why but i do <laughs> i feel like it's fucking this... indiana jones i mean i should be like yay you, hey, know? you didn't like it i mean i feel like we did this just wait till we get to the crystal skull you won't I feel know. so <laughs> god you're gonna you're gonna hate us i feel like i know that it. movie more like i remember <laughs> seeing that when it came out i might have even gone to the movies to see that so. Wow, Oof. I haven't seen it since then, and I'm gonna have a rough time with that one. But hey, we but do I, it for the podcast. I I feel the same way with like a lot of different types of movies, like genres. Like I don't I don't like mobster movies. Can't stand. I can't stand them. Never. <laughs> I don't know, but people right. are all you, like, you're not like a Goodfellas or a yeah. other guy, and I love those movies. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah, uh, and. I remember, I guess it was Zardoz. We were talking about Zardoz, and Clay, had, you had fond memories of watching it in college, you know, like with, with your as art school bad, friends. As a bad movie, though. Right, as a caveat, bad movie. Caveat. And I had no, I had no, like, I never did that. I never saw it until we watched it for the podcast, and I was, I was like, well, this movie, it's not, it's a, it's a bad movie. Not even just a bad movie, like funny bad movie. It's pretty bad. So like I don't know. <laughs> nostalgia does, or I don't know if you can call it nostalgia, but it does uh, definitely change the way you look at things. So, but that's the way it is. So I mean, I don't know. It's funny though because you you like have no appreciation for this movie and you gave it a B. And I was like, oh, it's probably like a B plus. It's a Spielberg movie. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to give it a lower nice. grade than Clay did. Wow. <laughs> I think I like the movie better, but yeah, I feel like your grading system is you have like uh what do they call that? Uh, uh weighted uh, or whatever. Uh, I don't know, whatever they call it in school. Or, yeah. Um, I just I, I can't see myself giving a Spielberg movie like less than a B. <laughs> you know, like he's a fucking master. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is a B for that matter. But I mean I think B is good. Most movies I give C's. Yeah. <laughs> Which is average, you know. So I think I'll, I guess I'll, I'll also give it a B. You're right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Who, who wants to go it's, next? I, I honestly was probably going to give it a B myself. <laughs> I see. Like, I, I, and I love the movie. I, but you know, <laughs> like going back and rewatching it again, um, Willie is annoying as hell. It's, it's definitely comedic yeah. at times, but you're just like, man, she is a bit much sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's solid B. <laughs> solid B. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, we all. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, 
I, I can give my grade then. Yeah. Um, oh, there's someone else anything. here. Uh, I'm done, but sit back. Yeah. A plus you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie of all time. You guys don't under you don't appreciate it. A plus 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 plus. Really, uh, it's amazing. It, <laughs> a fantastic singer. Um, I'm gonna give it a B minus. Um, and it's mainly sort of for the depiction of uh, the Indian culture is a little, you know. Uh, I also don't feel that there were any really great movies after Raiders. I think that one was just so good that it, nothing could ever live up to it. And that's, I've always just felt, even with uh, Last Crusade, which everyone seems to love. Yeah, that's my uh, favorite. It, but I, I just don't think you can't top the first movie. And uh, uh, I don't know. I don't really have much to add that I haven't already said. Well, no, I, I, I agree okay. with you on that. I mean, I uh, oh, I, I do have a sentimental, uh, you know, nostalgic memory that goes along with this uh, this movie is that I broke my nose the night I saw it. So, oh, so that's geez. that's what I think of when I <laughs> this movie is that my face getting smashed into uh, the uh, the footboard of a bed when I tripped. So what oh. you're saying is it could have been a B. It could have been a B if I didn't associate <laughs> such a painful memory with it. Obviously, yeah, there were many people were offended by the the way uh, the Indian culture was presented, and and I don't. I mean, I, I guess I can see that. Obviously, if I was I Indian, I'd, I'd also in twenty twenty three. It it is a lot different. Like if you think of like. I always now now my reference is like uh, in uh, when Shuri like calls uh, Martin Freeman a colonizer, you know, like uh, that. I think in the 80s when we thought of England, like, you know, overthrowing the, the Indian government, it was just like, yeah, that was just something that happened in the past. But now I think we're a little bit more reflective on that in particular, um, th those kinds of things. Um but uh, yeah, I I think that it's it just doesn't read very well these days. But in the '80s, it kind of had a different flavor to it. Like how I've been saying things over the past episodes, getting me in trouble. But I just think it's <laughs> it's just been uh it's just it's just different now. Yeah, no, it definitely is. But I think they also, I mean, people were offended back in the '80s. Even they had to, I think they edited it or they didn't even release it in some parts of India even back then. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I I can see that you can be offended. I mean, the fact that it's 1935 does does that make a difference? I don't know. I mean, but one thing that I did like a lot of people say, oh, this movie's too dark. It's so much darker because they were going through a divorce and a breakup. But I didn't think it was that dark. I, I didn't. Think Raiders gets pretty dark where Marion's in the well of souls and all these dead people are coming, <laughs> yeah, right? coming out of a mouth and stuff. Yeah. And melty Nazis, which I thought yeah. was very cool. I mean, it's very yeah. fucked up looking. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, I'm trying to remember like, you know, the first time I saw that versus like when I saw it the other day, you know, it's like, wow, that's, that's pretty gruesome, but cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, so especially when you're a kid. Yeah. Is it because like it is dark, literally dark, because they're in like a mine shaft for a bunch of the movie? Like I don't, I don't understand why people keep like everything yeah, I read about this movie. I think the movie has it, it, actually the opposite; has too many comedic bits. With yeah, the, I think you know, so. 
yeah, it's weird. I don't know why people thought that. Like, and like you read critics things from the time and whatever, and they all say, oh, this movie's so dark. I don't know about that. I think it's, yeah, it's something that's pretty goofy at some parts. The know? Temple of Doom. Okay. <laughs> it's just a stupid name. Like, well, it was supposed to be called the Temple of Death, I think, right? That... Oh, that's worse. Well, I remember hearing some yeah. guy talking on a podcast a while back that was talking, that was like, you know how people talk about, you know, I treat my body as a temple. And he's like, yeah, I do too. I just, I treat it like the Temple of Doom. I don't care about what's put in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, apparently it could have gotten even darker. Like, uh, Lucas wanted to film it in, like, a, a haunted castle in Scotland. Or, and, I'm glad they didn't do that one. Yeah, Spielberg and, was like, I just came off a haunted, you know, I did, I just did poltergeist. I don't want to do another haunted. like, how about this then? An alien comes down and visits Indiana Jones. It's like, uh, I think I just did that one, too. <laughs> and then they terrorizes and the Indiana Jones' hometown. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, Spielberg's done it all. What are you going to do? But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's that dark. Uh, but I don't know. People, I guess, I, I read a quote from Lucas that said, like, people were upset by this one. But, like, he wanted to do something different than Raiders. And he's like, you, there's always going to be half the audience that is mad. Some One half wants to see Raiders all over again. <laughs> And then the other half is mad that it's not the same or whatever, you know, like, or that it's, it's different. I don't know. You know, like you can't please everyone. True. Story. Some people get mad at you when you make the same movie over and over again. And then some people get mad that it's too different. So I don't know, but eh, it's Indiana Jones, you know, apparently Harrison Ford was happy with it, even though he broke his back <laughs> making it. Steven Spielberg was not that happy, but he met his wife. And, you know, good for him. Short round ended up winning an Oscar and Golden Globe, apparently. So, did did George Lucas have anything to do with this particular movie, or he was the producer, maybe? Yeah, he yeah. came up with the story. Mm. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he's technically credited as a writer as well, but, or because it's yeah. He usually would take a pass at a script and then have other people rewrite it. At this time, just right. the actors rewrite it. Yeah, why don't they just have Indiana Jones play Indiana Same Jones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. We all gave it in the B range, so I guess that means it's fine. Watchable. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's definitely watchable. I'll say that, right? Um, it's, still, it's still fun. Yeah, I didn't not. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. For this, you know, the funny thing is, usually I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching a movie, and I'll pause it and type some notes. This one, I just, I watched it, and then I was like, I know everything that happens in this movie, and I just typed all everything, you know, all the story, all the plot points, from memory. Nice. So I guess that says I've seen this movie a lot of times, so I guess I can't hate it, right? No, I think no. I, I owned you it can. on. I think I had a VHS copy at one point, like back in the day when that was still like a thing that you was hard to do, you know, <laughs> like own a VHS <laughs> copy of a movie. So it took yeah. forever for this to come out on home video. It was like three years. Wow. I remember renting it at the same time that Ferris Bueller's Day Off came out on video. I rented the two movies the same weekend. Oh, yeah. And that, <laughs> that was like 87, right? Yeah. Was a double feature. Yeah. It was a good weekend, <laughs> I'll tell you. <ya. laughs> 
All right. Well, anything else we want to throw in there? Where are we I, I always remember stuff the following day that I want to add into the podcast. I, oh, I meant to All say right. that. So just record yourself and That's I'll edit I'll it in. I'll be like, here's another knowledge draw. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll stick it in. That's the beauty of audio. Yes. As much as I, well, I can't ever say like I never watched these movies. I watched them. I had to have seen them, right? Uh, because I remember these little moments. I'm actually looking forward to Sean Connery in the next one. So uh, I've, I'm feeling like I'm not leaving this going, oh, I can't believe I have to watch another Indiana Jones movie. I just didn't think this one was that great. No, I mean, I. I'm not arguing with this you. This was considered the bad one until Crystal Skull. Right. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And now that is universally considered <laughs> until maybe Dial of Destiny. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It could be good. It could be good. We don't know. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. know, but we, don't we know. have a very strong feeling that it probably <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And um, thanks for coming on, Josh. It's great to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks. Fantastic. Hey, Josh. Feel better, everybody. Yeah. Don't forget, listen yeah. to us wherever you get your podcasts, which you're listening to something now. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk to you later. Adios. Later.